Another Epcot festival kicked off this weekend as the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays started on Friday. We'll see what food offerings look good and maybe not so good as you celebrate the holidays Disney style. Plus more restaurant openings and other news on episode 66 of the Mickey Fowl Podcast. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mickey File Podcast. I am Scott, and with me, as always, my lovely wife, Karen. Hello, everybody. So, actually, it was a really slow news week until um, kind of today, and it's still slow, but yeah. Yeah. a couple of really cool things happened today. Mm-hmm. Well, it's that way when it's a holiday week, though. But yeah, right. I mean, right. nobody in their office worked on... Thursday or Friday either. So just like the rest of us. Right. Today is day 623 without trams. Bummer. Yeah, I know. It's just getting more and more depressing. (laughs) It's like a thing now. Mm Mm-hmm. They're going to wait until we forget what trams are. Oh, no. I'll never forget what a tram is. No. No. Hey, Uli made a new shirt. She did make a new shirt. <laughs> so go check out uh, MKE Studios. I believe so. On Facebook. Yes. Yeah, because every time I try to type it in, it autocorrects to Mike. <laughs> but it's, Mike. it's MKE mm-hmm. Studios on Facebook. Right. So she's got all kinds of stuff on there. But yes. And she. Yeah. But she has a cool free the trams. Hashtag free the trams. Hashtag free the trams. Shirt that she. Uh, yeah. No. We've been talking about for a long time. And we're like, oh, I don't know if it's worth it because the trams are coming back at any time. Yeah. But it's now over 600 days. And now it just. We we have to have the shirts now. Okay. So, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, you showed me a picture yesterday of Epcot. I I don't remember if it was Epcot or Hollywood. Okay, one of those. One of those. One of those parks that they weren't selling tickets for and were like totally blacked out at capacity. Pretty much, yeah. They had a whole section of the parking lot full of unused trams and unused minivans. Yeah. (laughs) So. Right, but they had a whole fleet of actual minivans. And also unused parking lot at that point. Right. So, yeah, I mean, everywhere. I don't know. 10 or 20 of them. I mean, it was a picture. It was like a whole row. Right. Of them. So. Which is really funny because. I thought that they were like selling them off. Like, you know, a year and a half ago when all this was first going on and they stopped running the minivans. Right. And I know they turned them in or, you know, whatever. They were selling them through some car lots. So. But we've seen them. We've seen them over there and that. Right. Behind the gas station where, uh, into the one by Disney Springs, we kept seeing them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All lined up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I know we drove yeah, by. Yeah, it was the one, the casting, it was connected to the casting parking right, lot. Right, over there. Yeah. They were there for a while. So, like, they've had them the whole time. Right. So, I mean, you know, how many people are you going to, I guess the priority is not to hire somebody that can drive four people around when you need bus drivers and. Right. Monorail drivers and boat captains and well, but those require Skyliner those people. require specific types of driver's licenses or specialized driver's license. Yeah, I know, but 
you know, you're still you still have to pay a, a substantial hourly rate for somebody to drive up to four people right. <laughs> around in one of the minivans. However, you notice I didn't even say like, and you have to hire people to run the trams because they're <laughs> clearly not going to do it. Right, but it, let's say that they want to bring that somebody wants to come in as a driver, but they can't get the qualifications they need. It is another option. It's still somebody who's going to move like eight people an hour. Okay. I was you just know, throwing it out there. You would hope that their priority is not moving eight people an hour when they can hire somebody who can drive a bus for a little more who moves a hundred people an hour. Yes. So. I don't know. It was just, I was just throwing ideas. Or a monorail ideas that's hundreds of people an hour. Right. So, anyway. Throw it out and see what sticks. So. <laughs> There's the rant about trams just sitting in the parking lot. And, yes. So and now they're moving note, other forms of transportation to just sit in the same parking lot. Yes. So now on that note, go look at Uli's. Yeah. Go page. check out Uli's shirt. Uh huh. It's a very cool looking shirt. We'll though. swarm the parks at G3. <laughs> <laughs> if you could get like, I'm not going to say 100. Mm-hmm. If you get 25 people to go into a park all wearing a Free the Tramps t shirt. <laughs> You realize It'd be hilarious. You realize that what'll happen is twenty five people will get the shirt and then be- and then the trams start running. Yeah, I know. But assuming it's not gonna happen in the next two months, because it doesn't look like it is. Well it'd be awesome. And then maybe we could get a group photo with Josh all wearing <laughs> the shirts. <laughs> yeah. Our people will contact Josh's people. He's always in the parks. <laughs> in his tight jeans. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, enough of that. We've gone on our rant. Yeah. So, um, why don't you give us some news? Okay. The big news came out today. Storybook Dining at Artist Point at Fort, at Wilderness Lodge, excuse me, is reopening December 16th. Reservations can be made starting on December 2nd. So, that we were just talking the other day mm-hmm. about... How they keep opening things like two weeks, and this is exactly two weeks. Yep. And, I mean, they announced it today. It's the 29th. Reservations start it's on the not second. not three weeks right. from when they've announced it. Right. So, I'm still holding out hope that hoop doo is going to announce like first of the year. Yeah. Um, so, with the storybook dining, um, it is a price-fixed dinner-only menu. They're slightly making slight changes. And the price menu has a shared appetizer, your choice of entree, and then a shared dessert. Which is what it's always been. Right, right. But in case people haven't gone there on that price fix, because some of them are you get your choices of those three things. This one is kind of like Crystal Palace where it does. Yeah, right. It's four, whatever, three, four little appetizers, four little desserts. Right. You know, you get like a bite of each, but. Well, the desserts, yes, but the appetizers were a little bit bigger. They were. I, re- yeah. I, I don't eat shrimp, but I do remember the um, mm-hmm. mushroom soup was enough that, you know, you had a little. And it was delicious. Um, you know, like everywhere in Disney has great mushroom soup. I know. I, I'd love to know Raglan Roads is awesome. Mm-hmm. Artist Point is awesome. Yep. So. But the whole presentation of the dessert thing was really cool. And by the way, those aren't even owned both by Disney. So yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there, but yeah. they both have great mushroom soup. Right. 
Um, so now the adult price was not listed on the menus, um, but I know it was like over, previously it was over $55, um, but the children's pricing was listed at 39 So, I don't know. So I'm really worried about this. Why? Now, because it's not listed? It, well, because the price fix menu at Space 220 is 89 bucks. Uh, and they had two, and you I don't get they, characters. You get to three of the four people at your table get to look at a window. <laughs> That's in the lounge. I, the rest yeah. of them looked like they were kind of they were perpendicular, perpendicular to the window and yeah. you could all see it. I don't know. So, I'm a little worried that that's going to be a ninety dollar. I don't know dinner, so I hope not. Yeah, and we don't know anything as far as that. No information regarding because the character experience either has been listed. Right, they have a character experience. They had a character experience there, and we're not sure how it's modified so, yet. So, is that the storybook dining? Is because they had characters? Is that what that means? Yes. That's not like a no. It's based on it's based on the Snow White and okay. Seven Dwarfs and so, the Evil Queen. Because Snow White came through. The Evil Queen, maybe she the was coolest me- character meet on property. I know. But Snow White and Grumpy and Doc came through. At least for a meal. It's the yeah. coolest. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm really excited about that because mm-hmm. I really liked that. And we had it and then the whole world shut down. So we've never gotten to have it again. I know. But well, we also did it on the dining plan too. So it was a little bit different. So, it wasn't. We just prepaid for it yeah, instead of paying at the time. I mean, yeah, that was the only difference. Okay. So the other exciting one is Boatwright's Dining Hall at Port Orleans is reopening December 14th. Um, and reservations can be made starting on the 2nd as well. Um, it's a dinner-only menu and it's bringing back favorites like the all-you-care-to-enjoy chef's platter and Boatwright's jambalayas. Yeah, and they got rid of some things and changed some things and are bringing in new things. And apparently everything's going up a buck or two also Yeah, from what I saw there. Well, I, I saw some things were going up, but some other things were going down. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like a couple things went up a dollar and a couple things went down a dollar. Okay. So and it kind the of The article I read only showed the ones that were going up, which yeah, of course. Storybook, the same thing, the drinks and some of the individual things, like you could buy some off plate things and those were the same thing okay yeah so i understand boat rights well i don't know i i've never eaten there and i heard mixed reviews about it Mm -hmm. but it's a big resort two resorts basically when they both are open Mm -hmm. so you need a sit-down meal Mm -hmm. at a moderate right but we still have one deluxe hotel one deluxe resort whatever that doesn't have a table service yes and it's ridiculous and it is our home resort right and and we love the turf club i know a lot of our friends love the turf club Mm -hmm. some people didn't whatever right um however it's the biggest at least the biggest dvc resort there's like a thousand almost a thousand rooms there right and I know you can get over to Disney Springs and eat whatever you want, but if you're staying in like the grandstand or the 
you're not all that close to Disney Springs. Right. So. So is the Turf Club the only sit down at Saratoga? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's the Paddock Grill. Right. Which is, you know, pre-made chicken sandwiches and salads. Right. Um, and then there's Artist Palette, which is right, quick serve. The quick service. Right. And the little Chippendale snack bar for the golf course. Right. And that's it. I think. There may be one other at a pool, but I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, uh, but there's no. not a sit down. The right. only the only table service restaurant is Turf Club. Mm-hmm. For a thousand rooms. Yeah. Like four thousand people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just it's just weird. I mean, I know, I know they're blaming staffing shortages, but right, you've got two at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, they're just around anyway. Right, it's just a pet peeve because Saratoga just never gets any love. It really doesn't. So, so but that's okay. That yeah. way, people don't go. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, daytime performances of Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade is going to be taking place at Magic Kingdom December 22nd through December 31st. Um, it's going to be two times a day um, during the final week of December. The first parade will be at noon. The second one will either be 3.30 or 3.45, kind of depending on the day. So, um, currently it's only been performing during the Disney's Very Merriest After Hours event. Not always then. Not always then. (laughs) If it rains, you get the rainy day cavalcade. But at least we'll then we'll get to see. Now we can go and go see it. If we can get a reservation in there in that week. Actually, we can. I went and looked today. Well, that's cool because we didn't get to see it at the party. So, I'd like to see what it was yes i just need to know what day you can go <laughs> yeah and that's and that's good i mean it's it's a parade so yes. that's cool it's an actual parade and they're at, and they're right identifying it as a parade which is cool so there we go um marvel studios and sony is planning another spider-man trilogy starring tom holland Okay, why you... Well, I, I mean, I guess... Apparently this trilogy was so successful. Is that all, is that all Sony has? Is uh, Spider-Man? Probably. I don't know. I don't remember who has Fantastic Four. Like, everybody has had Fantastic Four. Then right, ago, I don't I know who currently has it. may it. have been Fox. Which, which is now Disney. Disney. <laughs> so, you know, that could explain Sony wanting to get a piece of that sweet Marvel money. Yeah. And if that's all they have, you know, (laughs) that's all they have. We're going to keep getting Spider-Man movies. Yeah. So. Um, So I haven't seen any of the ones with Tom Holland in it. I've only seen the Disney stuff. Yeah. The Avengers stuff. The Avengers stuff. And and I liked him in that part, but I don't know how he is in the whole, in like a whole movie. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. I saw the Tobey Maguire ones and it kind of turned me off Spider-Man, so. Yeah, I think I only saw the first one of that. Yeah, I, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people seem to like him from, you know, and he's obviously popular for them wanting to do this. Right. Disney has just 
been doing Marvel so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can wait 10 years and they'll buy Sony and. Yeah, then they'll just own everything. So there yeah. we go. Yeah. Um, Tokyo Disney Resort is resuming fireworks on December 1st. I think that's kind of cool. Means the world's kind of coming back. Their fireworks thing is only like a five minute fireworks display. Right. Still, it's kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. So. Aren't they, is that the one that's like not even open every day? Yeah. Okay. So, and you were talking about staffing issues. Uh, The five wilderness explorer stations have been (laughs) removed from Disney's, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Due to staffing issues. Okay, those have been going on since at least January of this year. What? The The Wilderness Explorer stuff. Yeah. Because Zachary did them. Yeah. So apparently they can't get staff to man them. That's just weird. And because I mean, they physically took them out. I know. And they've close some other things at mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom. I mean, I know you're not putting, like, performers out there doing that, but... Yeah. I mean, it's something for kids to do. Maybe when they realize that Kite Tail sucks, they can <laughs> take the jet ski drivers and put them back in... Yeah, put them back in the... For- yeah, in I don't know. I mean... Explorers things, yeah. <sighs> I mean, I thought it was a good... It's It's informational... It gives kids something I, to do in the park. It's like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, type thing. I always I thought it was very popular. Yeah, I did too. Because every time we've gone by someone, there's always been somebody there. That's so so weird. I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well. Yeah. So. And that's all the news I got. Uh, there's a little bit of DVC news. Uh, two things that are. One's just weird, and the other one just shows that after all these years, they've realized that nobody's buying Alani. (laughs) So Alani buyers can now add an old program, like the original discount program, Magical Beginnings, to any of the current promotions. So if you are buying 150 direct points for Alani. Okay. You can sell your first year points back to Disney for $10 a point. Okay. So you still get all your other points till whenever, uh, 2062. Okay. So if you like want there to just go take a trip and you're probably not on your DVC points and you bought it then, then that's what they're saying? You could call them right now and buy 150 points at Alani and you could sell your points back. You just won't get any, you won't have any points for, you know, if we did October, 2021, right. We wouldn't actually get any points until 2022. So it stacks with the other promotions that they're already doing. Right. So if you were an existing member who wanted to buy 300 points, Okay. Which has a base price of 201 a point. Okay. You pay $123 a point for that 300 point contract. 
Wow. That goes through still through January 2062. Wow. If you're a new DVC member who buys those, it'd be $133 a point. Okay. That's still a Which is, great deal. That's like resale price. Yeah. And then you still for can use For a hotel them. or for buying resort points that you can use at Riviera and anywhere right. else that because be, you bought them direct. Right. That can be used anywhere. Right. Yeah. Now, some of this stuff is changing December 15th, but anyway. You would lose the use of your points for the first year. Okay. But you can still borrow the second year's, 50% of the second year's points. Right. So, it's not like you're totally without. Right. But you're also getting. Yeah. Now, it's only Alani, and I don't know what Alani's dues are. I'm going to guess on the higher side, but maybe not because it's still fairly new. Right. But if it's good through January 2062, that means they've already been selling it for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it is not sold out yet shows you why they're doing this. Right. Yeah. Trying to motivate and try to get some sales out of it. Well, because you've got in the very, very near future, in addition to the Riviera points that they're still selling, but you've got 200 rooms worth of Grand Floridian points getting ready to come out. Oh, that's true. However many rooms worth of Disneyland Hotel Tower points getting ready to come out. True. So you, they're about to be flooded with points. And the other part of the news that I thought was super interesting. Mm-hmm. In October, resales. Okay. There were fifty nine or 57,000 points that traded hands in the resale market. Okay. Okay. Is that a is that a standard month pretty much? Um that was down like 28%. Okay. Um over September, I think. Hold on. I can't find it now. Yeah. Uh down 20 that was down 23% over September. So in October 2021, 57,000 points. Changed hands on the resale market. Okay. Private sales from one mm-hmm. person to another person. 57,000 points. Okay. At the same time, Disney sold 100,000 direct points for those same resorts. Okay. Right? And Disney exercised right of first refusal on 60,000 points. So Disney brought back bought back more points than actually sold. So technically it was 117 potential resale contracts, 60,000 of them were bought yeah, back. Yeah, less than half. Right. Less than half sold. Right. More than half of them Disney what brought up uh, bought back. Bought back. That's what I was So no wonder they're trying to get rid of Alani cuz they're buying back everything else. Yeah. Only, for some reason, Bay Lake Towers, the number where Disney was buying them back, mm-hmm. went down $2 a point from 110 to 108 Every other hotel went up. Hmm. So, I don't know. It's weird. Disney's trying to get all their points back somehow. Yeah. And remember, they're still actively 
selling. Making offers. Well, no, they're actively making offers to owners of Saratoga, Old Key West, Animal Kingdom, or hmm. Saratoga, Old Key West, and Beach Club, I think. Beach Club or Boardwalk. I think Beach Club. Okay. So, it's That's really weird. Yeah. Disney bought back more points for Boardwalk and Bay Lake Tower than they sold. Wow. They bought back uh, 29,000 points in 2021. Mm-hmm. They bought back. They've bought back twenty thousand, twenty nine thousand points at Boardwalk and thirty three thousand points at Bay Lake Tower. Wow! They've sold nineteen thousand points at Boardwalk, so they've added ten thousand points to inventory. Hmm. And they've sold thirty thousand points at Bay Lake, so they're sitting on and at three thousand more points than they had at the beginning of the year. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something. Yeah. So. Well, you know what they're doing? They're trying to get points for the resorts that people want to buy so they can sell them and make money on it, which right. makes sense. Right. So, yeah. Anyway. But I'm... Okay. Yeah. So, Boardwalk, if they can buy points for under $110 mm-hmm. and then resell them at 210 Okay. Well, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's why they're doing that. Right. But they're trying to... What they're doing now is trying to accumulate points at places people want to buy. I mean, maybe they haven't had enough. Right. But, you know, they, I mean, people are buying it. That's why they're, that's okay. why Disney is buying it to sell it. Okay. So, anyway, um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting that, you know, I mean, they still, they still netted out 40,000 points they sold this month, but. Right. Yeah. And they sold. If they're buying all these points at around 110 and selling them all for a minimum of 180. Right. They're still making a lot of money. Right. And a lot of those points they bought for less than that, too, by the way. Okay. That was so. the that was kind of the average is the. Well, no. I mean, if they bought, you know, a couple of months ago, they were buying points at some places for 90 bucks. Oh, that's true. Okay. And you had something on here. For DBC News, I guess, merchandise news mm-hmm. that you want to talk about. So go ahead. Well, I just thought it was very cool. They have new Dooney and Burke DVC merchandise has been released. It's the tote bag, the satchel, and the wristlet wallet. So um, I'm not saying I want it or anything, but they are kind of nice looking. So they've come out with a, oh, oh, is that pattern? Yeah, it's the new, it's a, okay, so the one <laughs> so I Saratoga got. So Saratoga on this one? Saratoga was on, was on the one I got. Not the cup. Not the cup, because that was the blue and I didn't really like the right. blue. Right, I see a horse. Yeah, but this one just has kind of a different style to it. The yeah. other one was more Riviera-y Yeah, looking. it's more, um, I don't know. A little more. College-y. Yeah, kind of a collegiate type patterny. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's very cool. Yeah. So, so the same, has same the lighthouse price from Old Key West, mm-hmm. the RR for Riviera. Yeah. I, like I said, I see horses. Mm-hmm. And it's your typical the totes three twenty eight. Right. And then two sixty eight and I think one sixty eight. Uh, two ninety eight oh. for the 
purse and 168 for the wristlet. Right. I mean, those really aren't that much different than... It's the exact same ones that they had last year or two years ago. So they really haven't changed the price all that much? Mm-mm. Oh, and then there's a Disney Vacation Club tote that is not Dooney and Burke. It's $45. Right. So, same kind of pattern, just mm-hmm. not no big metal Dooney and Burke logo on it. So, it's <laughs> a fifth of the price. Well, it's not leather either. No, right, right. But it's very cool. We looked at that one the other day. We looked at it online. I don't think we looked at it in person. I think we saw it at Saratoga when we were there. Oh. I'm going to look at it again this... For the first. Yeah. I think we saw it there. Okay. So. So. Yeah. So I thought that was just kind of cool. So. Yeah. It's good looking stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So the problem is that you buy Dooney and Burke stuff and it actually lasts and then they keep bringing these out every year and... I know. Because I currently have... It's hard to justify. I mean, you're still carrying your blue one around. Well, that's my wristlet. Just because, you know. Right. I, but I like that one because the colors. But you have the tote and the purse for those. I don't even know where they are. Uh, the tote actually is my one I carry for work. My purse, the purse is in the closet. I know if I actually go into the office, I carry it with me. It does have my office stuff in it. Right. You've, been to, you've been to the office like four times in the last year and a half. I know. Well, I am going on Thursday. Oh, okay. At least for half a day. Okay. So, uh, on Friday, the whatever that was. 27th, 26th, 26th, uh, festival of the holidays started. Yes, it did. And that's cool. Mm -hmm. We had seen that they, well, actually, when were we there? We were there Saturday before that. Yes. At Epcot. Yes. And no, Sunday before that. And we saw they had the signs changed already. Yes. It was really weird going to Epcot and not having any of the booths open. Yeah, because like. Because <laughs> we were there one of the, you know, eight days a year that there wasn't a festival going on. Right. So it was like 80% of the booths were not open. Right. 100% of the booths weren't open. There was no festival going on. They didn't have no. the festival booths open. I thought that they have some booths that still remain open. They're just not a festival booth. Okay. Then that was my misunderstanding. Sorry. So, yeah, it was really weird going to Epcot and not having any of the booths open because we were there one of the eight days a year that they don't have a festival. Yeah. So that was awfully strange. Yes. And we talked about the other day that it actually made it. We were just trying to get something to eat for breakfast and it made it weird. (laughs) (laughs) But, but. Yeah, so um, let's look at what they're doing. They've got the holiday cookie stroll is back. Mm-hmm. That was not there last year. Oh, they had the arts one this year. They didn't have the right. cookie stroll last year, correct. So enjoy an array of sweet treats during the holiday cookie stroll. Mm-hmm. Purchase one cookie from each of the five official cookie stroll locations featured in your festival passport. Yes. And be sure to collect a matching stamp for each cookie purchased. Mm-hmm. Once you've collected five stamps, bring the stamp passport to holiday sweets and treats at any time during the festival and receive a specialty cookie. This activity is fun for all ages and can be completed at your leisure. <laughs> 
So I love the verbiage they use. I know it's corporate <laughs> speak. You know, it's funny. Some somebody went to marketing school for four years to learn how to use that sentence. Yes, but I, I mean, to be honest with you, the cookies aren't small. No. And uh, it's tough to eat five of them going around there. Well, but what you do, but you you just have to get them. You don't have to eat them then. You do like you could do like our friend Michael. Get them, wrap them in a napkin, put it in your pocket. I have Ziploc baggies. <laughs> Take Ziploc baggies, put them in there. I like put it in your pocket. Keeps them warm. <laughs> put them in Ziploc baggie, and then you take them home. Yeah, right. I mean, because I think that's what you need to do. Yeah. But so I think we'll do that when we now go. I did hear on yes. Facebook. So it was on the internet. It has to be true. Oh, definitely. Although I don't doubt it's true that somebody went and did it and they were already out of the uh, special cookie. So there's that. But, you know, maybe that was for the day. I don't know. It probably for the day if they, I mean, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? So. The cookies are, there's at the Yukon Holiday Kitchen, that's in Canada, mm-hmm. sticker doodles made with, surprisingly, Snickers bar pieces. <laughs> at the Lakheim Holiday Kitchen, they have the black and white cookies, which are awesome. I just think it's hilarious that this is a plant-based item. <laughs> I assume that means no milk and no eggs. Right. So, it'd be hard to have a candy bar without milk yeah like there's one made with dove there's one with snickers you know if they're milk chocolate that pretty much answers that question right uh the american holiday table but that's the only one that says plant-based so it's just funny the american holiday table says chocolate crinkle cookie made with dove dark dark chocolate okay i saw a picture this one that one looks amazing does it yes like it actually it's it's kind of like um I don't know. It's like kind of round and raised, and then it has a piece of dark chocolate dove right in the center of it, like it starts to melt. It looks so okay. good. I don't really like iced cookies, but I guess if it's just a cookie with a piece of chocolate yeah. in the middle, that that works. Yeah. Uh, the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen has their Linzer cookies, mm-hmm. and let's see, that's four, five is a uh, Holiday Hearth desserts uh, has a gingerbread cookie. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything that tells. He doesn't tell what the what the special what the special one is. I believe the so. Speci- see, that's how they get away with running out. They just throw you something else and go. Here's your special oatmeal raisin cookie. But anyway, so the cookie strolls back. That is very cool. It's a mm-hmm. fun thing to do. Yep. And um, I think we'll actually do it this year. I'd like to do it this year. Yeah, that's fine. Like I said, you ziploc bag them and we'll eat them. Yeah. Later. Yep. And uh, we went to. We went to uh, Gideon's over a week ago, and we still have cookies in They're a plastic sealed. bag. I know they are. They're sealed. I know we haven't touched them, <laughs> <laughs> but we spent forty something dollars on them. Uh, Olaf's holiday traditional tradition expedition scavenger hunt. Okay, yes. start over. Olaf's holiday tradition expedition scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. Going now through uh, December thirty first. Yep, it's nine ninety nine. Any idea what the prizes are? Uh, no, I couldn't find the prizes. So anyway, that's the five cookies. Mm-hmm. What do you get if you get all five? 
cookies. It looks like it's a cookie that is an ornament, shape of an ornament ornament that's decorated for the 50th. So it's like a 50th. Yeah, it's like blue and gold. And it has a big 50 on it. Right. And, and I don't know if it's just an overlay, if it's like an icing thing. I'm sure it's like an icing because they right. do that. They love to paint in chocolate. Right. So it actually looks like an ornament. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. It's actually kind of cute. I don't know that you want to eat it, but... I know. But it's okay. It's still cute. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Um, so the next thing is Olaf's Holiday Tradition Expedition Scavenger Hunt. And that's running through uh, December 31st. Okay. It's nine ninety nine for it. It's the same as all the other scavenger hunts. You go mm-hmm. around the World Showcase... Match the sticker with the country, and then when you get it all done, you get a, a prize. Okay, cool. What I've been seeing online, a couple of places, uh, on the 27th, which was Saturday, whatever, Saturday, so like the second day of the festival, mm-hmm. um, if you did it and went back... When they ask the cast members what the prizes are, they said they haven't gotten the prizes yet, so they were giving you a lanyard. <laughs> Hopefully that's changed. Um, I, I saw another post after that on Facebook that at least two of the places were out of whatever it was they were giving for it, two of like the three or whatever. Okay. Um, we're out of the prizes on Sunday still, too. Hmm. So. Well, it was a Thanksgiving weekend. It was busy. Yeah, I know. It's also the second day. I, I know there's a supply chain, you know, whatever deal going on. Right. But it's the second day. I, you know. I, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you got a lanyard and a 2021 lanyard pouch. <laughs> or a Tinkerbell one. I guess you had a choice. Okay. So, hopefully, they'll get that together because, like I said, I saw on Facebook they were out of cookies and out of prizes. <laughs> like, the second or third day of the festival, which is just sad. That That is kind of sad. You may have been better off not doing the scavenger hunt right away than right. doing it this way. Right. I, I would And agree. if you don't want to walk around the entire World Showcase, uh, traditionally it's been just kind of pay for the thing, get your prize anyway. Yeah. The last several. Right. So, yeah. So that's the second thing. Okay. Living with the land has their overlay. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite things at Disney. Yes. I mean, we love living with the land I think I like it better anyways. than the Jingle Cruise. Really? Yeah, I think so. And I don't really know why that would be, but I think I do. Well, I do know that they keep adding a little bit more. I think just because I like the land and I don't have is, to wait in line for an hour to true. ride it. True. But I think I do. I think I like it better. Once you get into the greenhouse, it's just mm-hmm. really cool to see all the lights and the ornaments and the fruit that they're growing in the shape of an ornament and yeah. all of that. So it's pretty cool. And it is very, I mean, it's each year it becomes, it's becoming bigger and bigger. 
like they're doing more and more to it, which is really neat. Yeah, because people like it. Yeah. So it's it's very cool. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And we were when we were there a couple of weeks ago. They were a few putting, weeks ago. They had a lot of lights and stuff up. They just weren't turned on. Right. So as it should be. Yeah. In the American Adventure, they brought back their gingerbread displays. So there are three buildings, mm-hmm. three individual buildings this time, instead of like a whole tableau oh. of okay. the mall in Washington, D.C. Right. They've got the Lincoln Memorial. Okay. Each of the buildings has a 50th medallion oh. on it in cool. honor of you know, the 50th. Yeah. So... There's uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial. Okay. And the actual American Adventure Building. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because I think it's got the I mean, the other ones are cool, too, but... It has, like, the little fountain out in front of it, right? uh, I think so. I'm trying to find the picture again. Yes, it does. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. So, um, I'm looking forward to getting over there to see that. Yes. Is that what we're doing Friday? Um, Friday, we're supposed to Animal Kingdom, but then we might be able to, maybe we'll talk them into going over there, too. Whatever. We have no idea. Yeah. So, uh, it's very cool. It's a facade of the building. It's, if you look at the side view, it's only like, I don't know, from a picture, it looks like it's like (laughs) six inches deep, but it's, it's still very cool. Yeah. Uh, and then the Martin Luther King one is pretty thin too, but again, it's Very just detailed. A, it, it is, yeah. But I mean, that's it's it's a block with a what do you call that bas relief kind of. He's coming out of it. That's oh, how yeah, the monument yeah, yeah. is. So yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's very cool. I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully seeing that before it goes away. Yes, and then entertainment. As you travel around the World Showcase and immerse yourself in the holiday entertainment inspired by cultures from around the world. There's a lot going on. Like, yes, there looks is. Looks like every country. Pretty much. So, uh, except for Morocco. But there's nothing going on in Morocco. Right. Like, nothing. Right. No stores, no nothing. Yeah. Nothing. So, um, First and foremost under entertainment, Candlelight Processional. Yes. And everyone should be familiar with that, so we're not going to go a lot about it. We uh, A few weeks ago, we talked about who's coming. Mm-hmm. Noticeably absent, Gary, Gary Sinise, Neil Patrick Harris, mm-hmm. all the really popular ones. Right. So, that sucks, but. I'm hoping next year they'll anyway, be back. They'll I'm be sure back. it will be great no matter who's doing it. Right. But because it's, it, it's an amazing show anyways. Right. Some so. people are more popular than others. Right. So, like, when they do the holiday concert series, and mm-hmm. you've got Peter Noon, who is, if he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, probably should be. Right. But Hanson blows him out of the water because they're more popular. <laughs> and have every right to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, even though they... Because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has nothing to do with rock music anymore. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Why don't you tell us what's going on in 
the World Showcase. Okay. In the Mexican Pavilion, I don't know how to pronounce it, though. Yeah, I'll start. Uh, in the Mexican Pavilion, there is Las Posados Celebration. Okay. Feliz Navidad. Join the fun and pageantry of Las Posadas with dancers, piñatas, and the music of Mariachi Cobre. Cool. Yeah, that seems cool. Yeah. Um, at the Norway Pavilion, which, as you notice, we started in Mexico, because you always start in Mexico. <laughs> I still think you start in the UK because you came in through the International Gateway, but okay. <laughs> Celebrate the season with laughter as a mischievous barn Santa visits Sigrid, an unsuspecting Christmas storyteller. Okay. Yeah, I know. So, barn Santa is all capitalized. So, I don't know. In Norway, do they have other types of Santas? Like, is there (laughs) barn Santa and garage Santa? And I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. And I wonder where they're doing that. Yeah, because it's not a big pavilion in there. But I know that they had, like, stands out front of all of the countries, like a little podium. Okay. Like a mini podium. Okay, right. I guess that's where the sign was. Yeah. Yeah, yes. okay, right. So it's where the signage stuff was. Right, right. Kind of the, in the, the center part of Yeah, we it. took pictures of some of yep. those about... Yes. Gotcha. In the China Pavilion... Chinese lion dance. Cla- catch a glimpse of this colorful, colorful performance that brings good fortune and happiness to the Lunar New Year. I'd like to see that. That's got to be cool. Yeah. So, you know, we watched that show Fresh Off the Boat, and it was mm-hmm. all about Chinese New Year, yep. which is Lunar New Year, right? I think. Yes. And they had the big dragon mm-hmm. deal. Is that yep. the same thing? Yes. Okay. So, was that not a dragon? Was it a lion? I mean, it looked like a dragon. It did I don't look know. like it, a dragon. I, maybe. Maybe, maybe it's, they I, have different ones for different. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, at the Italy Pavilion, it's La Befana. Okay. Come hear the tale of La Befana, the kind-hearted witch who visits sleeping young children on the eve of the epiphany. Okay, that just sounds a little creepy. (laughs) Sounds a little uh, crampusy, but but it says kind-hearted, so she's not eating the children. Right. (laughs) All right, then the American Adventure Pavilion is Santa Claus. And... Do I need to give the description on that one? <laughs> well, it, get ready for Christmas with Santa Claus now through December 24th mm-hmm. because he'll be busy on the 25th and then yes. back to start making cookies. Very true. Or making toys. Sorry. Yep. Checking his list. Check so he's twist. there. Boy, we saw right before we started recording this a terrible photograph <laughs> of that from yeah. the thing so i hope they fix that problem yes um and then at the japan pavilion it's darmora storyteller here the fascinating story story of the 
Demora doll in the Japanese customs of the New Year. Between Morocco and France pavilions is the Hanukkah Hanukkah Storyteller. Join us along the World Showcase Promenade, where Storyteller recounts traveling abroad to explore, explore the diverse music and traditions of Hanukkah around the world. So we saw the festival booth, the mm-hmm. food it's, kitchen. kitchen, Right. And over and to the right lo- over to mm-hmm. the side of it was the was, podium with a scroll deal that and said, it had come a see this. in wood behind it. Yeah. So now I understand why it was what all these signs were for because we were like, what is this about? Right. So this is cool. I'm like, I'm into this. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really neat they're having it, they're doing it this way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember them doing this before. No, I don't either. I think they're trying to. Not everywhere anyway. Right. I think they had a couple places, but I think this, it also disperses people around the World Showcase too. That's it. Because you're you're going to all the countries to go check out. And, you know, there's, I don't know, we're we're not done yet, but one, two, three storytellers. Four. Let's see. Norway has a storyteller. Italy has a storyteller. Mm -hmm. Japan. Israel. Storytellers are awesome. Like, real storytellers. Not, right. you know, not the guy at the end of the bar, the real storytellers that do that. Right. Are awesome. Mm-hmm. So, if they have good ones, this could be really, really cool. Yes. So, in the France Pavilion, they have Père Noël. Um, visit with Père Noël and rediscover the magic of Christmas through the le- through the letter of a delightful child. So, it's another storyteller. Yes, it is. Very cool. At United Kingdom Pavilion is Father Christmas. See Father Christmas as he rings in the season, sharing the traditions of the United Kingdom in good cheer. So we know he's going to be in there, and it was weird. He's probably going to be up because in, we, I mean, you've, he's got to be in the no gazebo, right? But they had the bandstand, the, whatever. The, but it wasn't there, right? No. And it wasn't even all that close to the. Gazebo, whatever it is there. I mean, that whole area is not very big anyways. I know, but I mean, it wasn't. Maybe they're going to move it because they had the, they had a keyboard up there. Yeah. For something. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, And then the last one is the um, Canada Pavilion. It's the Canadian Holiday Voyagers. Explore holiday customs from the various regions of Canada on a musical tour of the Great White North with the Canadian Holiday Voyagers. So their music. So that must be on the stage. Yep. I wonder if Jason and Billy are in the Canadian Holiday Voyagers. I don't know. But still, this is very cool. No, that one's that one seems very cool. Mm-hmm. So now you look at the list and you realize there's going to be a lot of different Santa Claus costumes because he looks different. Yes, he like does. around the world. Yes. It's going to be really cool. That's a day. That's a day. Yes. Like, that's a day. Mm-hmm. So, you we know, may have to make a couple of trips. Get, get a snack and a drink and catch each of those things. Yes. I'm up for that. Yeah. Are there any countries missing? 
Um, I guess not. Which is why they did the Hanukkah. Morocco, between, but there's no Morocco. Right, but that's I mean, why they put... I mean, there's Morocco, but... Spread yeah, it out. because that's the only one. It's the only one they're missing, I believe. Oh. So, yeah, I'm, like, totally stoked about this, except... Except I don't what? know why Germany's not on there. I don't know. Like, Germany's not on there. Right. I can't remember if there's any other ones that aren't on there. I don't think so. Mexico, Norway, China, American Venture, Japan, Morocco, France, UK, Canada. Yeah, they skipped Germany. Krampus would have been awesome. (laughs) Maybe because it gets so congested in there anyways. It's pretty tight. It's pretty tight. There. And maybe that's why, and there's really nowhere to do it to the side of it. Do it in front of the train, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand that. I don't know. There's a stage over there. There was that band that used to play to the left. Yeah. Yeah. Funny enough, I actually just saw. I was looking for pictures of something today and found that picture you took with the band. And yeah, because it was a November 1st There's picture. that band there. Yeah, or December, November 1st. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Maybe it's just not there yet, because that's weird. Or maybe it wasn't confirmed, so they couldn't put it on there to confirm maybe. it. Maybe. I mean, you could tell the tell the story of uh, the Tenenbaum, you know? Yeah. I, that's weird. I don't okay, know. well, whatever. There's no yeah. Germany pavilion deal going on. Right. If it changes, we will be we will update you. Yeah. So. I'm kind of offended. <laughs> okay, so let's talk food at the Holiday Kitchens. Yes. Holiday Kitchens are open daily, November 26th through December 30th. Mm-hmm. From park open to park close, unless otherwise noted. <laughs> Some of the things that they have here as their general event details when you pull it up on the Disney page, are kind of funny. Okay, like? Uh, you know, the obvious holiday kitchens and all menu items are subject to closure or change without notice, and, you know, they might be sold out. That happened to us a couple, like, last year, year before, or whatever. Right. We wanted something really bad. I think it was in Germany, and it was out. But, I mean, it was also, like, 8.30. Right. Like, we were there at night. But... Um, you know, there's the obligatory theme park reservation and valid admission required. Mm-hmm. Um, food and beverage offerings require a separate purchase. <laughs> Alcohol will only be served to guests 21 and older. What? Uh, some of the obvious things that apparently you have to put now. Yes. So, yeah. So, there's the American Holiday Table at the American Adventure Pavilion. Okay. I wonder where that is. You know, I was going to say, like, usually they have that kitchen over there kind of behind Block and Hans. Yeah, I think that's. But this past one, they had it in the American Pavilion Rotunda. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, I don't know where it's going to be. But because I'm kind of a boring eater, the American Adventure sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Slow roasted turkey with Ben's original stuffing. Uh, mashed potatoes, green beans, and cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yep. Which uh, we did not have at Thanksgiving. No, we didn't because nope. we didn't have any family in town and didn't want to cook all that food for us. Yeah. Uh, a holiday pot pie with jackfruit, mushrooms, carrots, peas, onions, and a puff pastry. It is plant-based. I know. It still sounds good, though. It does. Yeah. I guess jackfruit is the... It's like the meat part. I guess, yeah. I wonder if that's high in protein, because otherwise there's no protein. Yeah, it's high in protein. Uh, pumpkin gingerbread cheesecake with cranberry whipped cream and candied pumpkin seeds. <laughs> I think you had that last year. I absolutely didn't have that. Really? I wanted the funnel cake last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never had that. I'm not 100% positive how I think pumpkin and cranberry is going to work, but it sounds like something I would spend six bucks on. Okay. Which means it's probably nine. But <laughs> um, And then the chocolate crinkle cookie, which we talked about. It's a cookie stroll item. Yep. Beverages, Bell's Bright White Ale from Comstock, Michigan. Uh, Three Daughters Brewing Eggnog White Porter. That's made like here, not St. Petersburg. Right. So I bet I can find that somewhere without having to go all the way to Disney. But if we're going to be at Disney I'm not sure how I feel about that. So I would rather buy a six pack and throw five and a half out. Okay. Then go to Disney and spend nine dollars. On a beer and then throw it out because it's gross. Okay. So I'm, I, you know, we'll try to buy it first and see if we're going to drink it over there. <laughs> uh, there's a Playa Linda Brewing Company peppermint chocolate stout. Um, that sounds actually not that bad. Yeah, that actually sounds very interesting to me. Yeah, and then a beer flight, and I don't know if the beer flight is those three beers I- or what. I don't know. Um, Bavaria Holiday Kitchen. That's in the German pavilion. Pork schnitzel with mushroom sauce, spatzel, and braised red cabbage. That is basically what we were trying to get that they were out of last year. Yes. Cheese fondue in a bread bowl with steamed baby vegetables and marble potatoes. And the Linzer cookie. Yep. Uh, The beverages. There's a hard apple cider. Tank Brewing Company Prost Fest Beer. That's a lot of German for a beer made in Miami, Florida. Mm-hmm. Eyinger Brewery Celebrator Doppelbach. Doppelbach. Um, that sounds awesome. A regional Riesling mm-hmm. and house-made hot spiced wine and then a beer flight. I might like to try the hard apple cider. I know I always get my grapefruit beer there, but I like might like to try the, hot, the, yeah. the hard apple cider just because... Something different. Yeah. Okay. Being festive. <laughs> I, I don't know that I actually care about any of those drinks. The one wine that I actually like is a Riesling. I know. And the hot spiced wine might be worth trying, but I don't really think I care about the drinks there, but the food looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the pork schnitzel looks good. Yes. Uh, in the In the... the Cheese fondue and a bread bowl looks fine, too, with baby vegetables and potatoes. But, I mean, it's just kind of cheese soup and a bread bowl. Yeah. I like um, that. Yeah. So, Chestnuts and Good Cheer Holiday Kitchen near the Disney Traders. Oh, so right in the middle. Yes. They have cinnamon glazed almonds, cinnamon glazed cashews, cinnamon glazed pecans, 
and fire roasted chestnuts. So snack food. Yes. Yeah. Uh, American Heritage Gourmet Hot Cocoa Non-Alcoholic. <laughs> this, is, this next one's fancy. T.G. Lee Eggnog. Also non-alcoholic. Oh, but we'll fix that later on. Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company Hazel Nutty Cracker Sweet Stout. So I like stouts. That might be... I don't know. Might be a little too much flavors in it for me, but I might try it. Okay. Uh, then they have the gourmet um, American Heritage Gourmet Hot Cocoa with Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey, Whipped Cream, and Candied Nuts. Love me some Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. <laughs> and this one's interesting. T.G. Lee Eggnog with Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Okay, so I'm guessing Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey is like a sponsor of theirs or oh, something? Probably. That's... <laughs> Probably owned by you know yeah. somebody they buy a lot of something from, right? But um, I don't know about egg mo- eggnog with peanut butter, but hot cocoa with peanut. But butter. But the hot cocoa with the peanut butter, I'm into. Kind of like a Reese's cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of into that. Uh, the donut box near Test Track, prevented, presented by Chevrolet. Oh, no, near tra- Test Track, presented by Chevrolet. Okay, yes. start over. The donut box, that's over by Test Track. Mm-hmm. Uh, pumpkin cake donut with pumpkin spice icing. That is a lot of pumpkin. Yes. Holiday donut with coconut and crisp pearls. Okay. Okay. Chocolate peppermint donut, all over that. Eggnog and cream-filled donut with cinnamon icing and crumbled ginger, ginger snap cookies. Remember, this is the place where we had that huge chicken sandwich. That yes. Their donuts are big and not all that expensive and have been pretty good. So I'm willing to try pretty much all of them because I think they know what they're doing. Yeah, you can try all of those. i uh, watch. Well, they had the box of four before, so I'm assuming they'll do that again. Right. Um, then they have a gingerbread milk st- Milkshake, which is non-alcoholic. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get the shamrock shake, I'm sure the gingerbread shake's got to be better than that. <laughs> um, they have a Guinness gingerbread stout. They had that last year. They did. That was good. And then a gingerbread milk. Oh, this sounds great. Gingerbread milkshake with whipped cream vodka. Okay. So, unless there's another brand... That makes it. I mean, it's cheap vodka, but yeah, it's, it's got the right flavors. Yes. So I like kind of like the idea of that. So I'll have the all of the gingerbread stout, and then you could have the milkshake. Well, I mean, I'd rather have the beer, but milkshake sounds good. Okay. Um, Holiday Hearth desserts. That's near Port of Entry. Yes. Red velvet mini bunt cake with cream cheese icing. That's red velvet cake. Yep. Uh, salted caramel spaceship earth cookie. I think they had that last year. Yeah, it has the picture of it there. Well, at least I'm on the. Yeah, okay, they had that last year. Yeah. Uh, snowball cookies, peppermint bark, mouse crunch, and a gingerbread cookie that's on the cookie stroll. Right. Peppermint bark sounds cool. Mm hmm. Peppermint bark is delicious. Uh, they have um, non alcoholic drinks, hot cocoa, and cinnamon apple cider. And a cocoa candy cane, which is hot cocoa with peppermint schnapps. That sounds very good as well. It does. I feel like we had that 
at Hollywood Studios a couple years ago. We went to the dessert party. Yeah, the jingle bell, jingle bam. Yeah. (laughs) Also near the port of entry is the holiday sweets and treats. Mm Mm-hmm. Peppermint Sunday, chocolate ice cream, whipped cream, and peppermint candy. Mm-hmm. And the redemption cookie. Yes. You get there. Right. Uh, beverages, they have hot cocoa, chocolate peppermint shake featuring Twining's peppermint cheer tea. Huh. Hmm. In a milkshake. Yeah, I'm not sure about. Okay. Uh, Three Daughters Brewing Eggnog White Porter. MIA Beer Company Coquito Beer. <laughs> Brew Hub S'mores Black Lager. That sounds interesting. Yeah, and these are all local. Yes, they uh, are. Three Daughters is St. Petersburg. MIA is in Doral. Yeah. Uh, Brew, Brew Hub's, Hub's Lakeland. Yeah, we drive by it when we go. Yeah. Uh, they have hot cocoa with assorted alcoholic cordials, Bailey's, Frangelico, or Fireball. Fireball. We just talked about that yesterday. Hot cocoa with fireball. Yes, because I believe Jen had Jen mentioned. Batchelder recommended that to you. Because <laughs> I was freezing Saturday morning. <laughs> uh, they also have the chocolate peppermint shake featuring Twining's peppermint cheer tea and whipped cream vodka and a beer flight. Nice. Uh, Lakheim Holiday Kitchen. We have been talking about this thing since we started talking about holiday. I know. Festival of the holidays. The pastrami on rye with house-made pickles. Ugh, so good. So they changed it, though, because last year was a Reuben. Yes. But still, it's going to be. It's I mean, sti- they it's took the. Be, yeah. Basically, they took the sauerkraut off of it. Yeah. But so good. It was really, it's really good pastrami. Yes. So, uh, they have a smoked salmon potato latke. Latka. Latka. Regular potato latkes. Those are plant-based. <laughs> of course, they're plant-based. Uh, yacht. Yes. It's mini jelly-filled donuts. Mm-hmm. And then the black and white cookie. Mm-hmm. They have the Schmaltz, Schmaltz Brewing Company Hanukkah beer. Yeah, no. I don't know. It's not very... And it's not the, very descriptive. And then the blue Cosmo. Yeah. So they have a blue Cosmo. How do you... Cranberry juice and a Cosmo, right? Something makes it red. Um, whatever. Now it's blue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Le Marche de Noël Holiday Kitchen in France. They have the Napoleon de Salmon Fume and Brioche. Um, whatever. It's smoked salmon Napoleon with layers of smoked salmon, dill mousse, and creme fraiche mousse served in a brioche. Yeah. A lot of fish. Yep. And mousse. Yes. Uh, Dinde Forestier. I'm not trying all the French. Yeah. Uh, it's turkey with bacon, mushrooms, and onions, and a mustard cream sauce served with a roasted sweet pot- uh, with roasted sweet potatoes. That sounds delicious. That sounds great. I'm all over that. And then the chocolate Christmas log with chocolate biscuit, white chocolate mousse, raspberry cream, and chocolate fudge coating. I want that. I want that. It <laughs> sounds that. like a little Debbie snack. I don't I mean, care. I'm sure it's better. It just sounds like the little Debbie snack that we used to get. It's rolled up. And it's, this is so much better. I'm sure it is. Um, beverages. A frozen. <laughs> I love when people name stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Frozen hot chocolate martini. Okay. Okay. Uh, Grey Goose vodka. A Grey Goose vanilla vodka. Chocolate milk. And whipped cream. Yes. So... 
chocolate martini. It sounds great. It's, it's a, chocolate a chocolate martini. martini. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, a rose, uh, I don't know. It's a pink it's champagne. It's a pink champagne. Pink rose sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. Which is really funny because it's in France, so you'd think it'd be pink champagne. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> I said rose. It's a rosé sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. And then cranberry mimosa. I'll take that. Yeah. It's another sparkling wine with orange juice and cranberry syrup. I'm I'm good with that one. Yeah, I can deal with that because the the first the the first one and the third one. And, uh, yeah, uh, Las Posadas Holiday Kitchen in Mexico has a giant tostado do chorizo. A chorizo served on a giant tostada with chipotle black bean puree, salsa verde, queso cotilla, crema mexicana, and pickled onion. Um, that sounds good. Okay. Sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Tamal de barbacoa, shredded barbacoa beef, and a corn masa topped with ranchera salsa, queso cotilla, and crema mexicana. That one is gluten and wheat friendly. And then the dulce de leche churros, sprinkled with cinnamon sugar. Um, dulce de leche is awesome. Yes. But. But I'm not a huge churro fan anyway. I'm not a huge churro fan anyway. And honestly, Disney World doesn't make the best churros. Okay. And they're killing me with everything being churros right now. Well, they're not a ton, just right now. Lately, like everything has been churros. Okay. <laughs> and um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then for drinks, cranberry cinnamon margarita. Apple cinnamon infused Ooh. illegal mezcal. Cranberry juice, orange liqueur, and lime juice with a cinnamon sugar rim. That sounds pretty good. Sounds really good. Horchata margarita. It's uh, Centinella Blanco tequila, Abasola corn whiskey, Agua de Horchata, and cinnamon horchata rum. I think that's supposed to be rum. Oh, yeah, it is. And cinnamon horchata rum. Yeah, I'm on that, too. Is that the white one? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the mistletoe cerveza. Okay. Which is a black, it's a tulum artisanal lager with black currant liquor, liqueur. Actually, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. So, Melikiliki Baka near the Traveler's Cafe. I don't know where the Traveler's Cafe is. I am not sure either. But, but Hawaii is always like kind of up front. Right. Kalua pork with Okinawa purple sweet potatoes and a mango salad. Okay. Lomi lomi salmon with tomatoes and onions. Salmon roe. Um, uh, yuzu mayonnaise and yuca chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a... A Hawaiian word. Hawaiian coconut pudding with candied macadamia nuts and coconut. Um, I don't know. Nothing there like really is doing it for me. Okay. They do have beverages. Kona Brewing Company My Time Wheat Ale. Okay, that's a funny name. Mm-hmm. The My Time Yeah, because it's like tai. a Mai Tai. Right. M-A-I. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Florida Orange Grove's Sparkling Pineapple Wine hmm. 
from St. Petersburg. I don't have any idea where that is from. And a melon breeze with spice rum. Uh, maybe the melon breeze. Okay. I don't. I, if they gave samples, I'd want to try the pineapple wine, but I don't want to just try yeah, it yeah, without. Right. But yeah, I yeah. don't know. Nothing there is like really doing it for me. Okay. So, I mean, you've got the Hawaiian pavilion and no spam. Yeah. That's just wrong. Uh, Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen in Japan. Uh, Sashimi grade tuna, salmon, ikura, and yellowtail with vegetables on an artistic bed of rice. Let the artistic bed. Yeah. (laughs) They have a New Year's celebration soba, buckwheat soba noodles in a hot dashi soup with shrimp tempura, tempura, fish cake, shiitake mushrooms, and chopped green onion. And a Mont Blanc tart. Matcha mousse tart with a sweet red bean center sprinkled with compieto sugar candy. Okay. So that red bean stuff is better than it sounds. Yes. Yes. I think that was the white candy, I think. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But there was something we had that was red beans and it. The look didn't match the flavor, but it wasn't that bad. Right. Uh, then they have a chocolate banana boba, mm-hmm. cocoa, calpico, banana syrup, and strawberry popping boba pearls. Non-alcoholic. Bet you that one's coming back around. Choya sparkling plum wine. Chocolate Tokyo banana, which is cocoa, calpico, banana syrup, and vodka. Okay. Uh, apparently that one doesn't have boba balls unless they left it off. And then the pomegranate draft lager, which is a rice lager with hints of pomegranate and lemon. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think any of that's really doing it for me either. Lots of fish, and I don't eat fish. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tangerine Cafe. Mm-hmm. Flavors of the Medina or Medina. Um, they have grilled kebab. Gil- they have grilled kebabs with carrot chickpea salad and garlic aioli. Right. Lamb or chicken. Mm-hmm. They have a stone-baked Moroccan bread with hummus, fig tapenade, and jug dip. Okay. Or an almond spice cake with ginger mousse, orange ganache, and sesame tuile. I don't know how you say that word. Tuile. Okay. Um, I'm into that. And probably the kebabs. I'm into the kebabs. That's about it. I, I mean, the bread with hummus and... Yeah. No, oh, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, it's just bread standard. service. Yeah. I'd rather go to yeah. Sana. Yes. They also have a hard apple cider. They have a ginger turmeric hard cider. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon nutmeg hard cider. Apparently, this is where all the ciders went. Right. Uh, and then a fig cocktail with sparkling wine, fig vodka, and cranberry juice. And then a cider flight. Yeah. So basically, you do the flight of those three ciders. So. The fig cocktail sounds interesting. But again, I want a sample before I get a whole drink. Yeah. But, but I mean, you know, a couple of kebabs and that cake and could be good to go. Okay. Tuscany Holiday Ch- Kitchen. That's Italy. Yep. So they have crispy half moon breaded mozzarella filled ravioli with pomodoro sauce. Okay. They have a shrimp ravioli and scampi sauce with white wine, garlic, lemon zest, and parsley. And a chocolate-filled Italian donut with chocolate hazelnut spread and powdered sugar. I, 
I think this is basically like the same stuff they have every time. Yes. We never actually stop there because it's just expensive yeah, for ravioli. Yeah. And then they have wines. Whatever, what wines. kind of wine you want. Pinot Grigio, Chianti, Prosecco, Moscato, White Sangria, Red Sangria, Sangria. And, and Peroni. Peroni. <laughs> but they do have the Italian margarita, which is tequila and lemoncello. Okay. And we had that last year. It was actually pretty good. We did? Yeah. And like a really easy way to make it. You just doop doop and it's done. You don't have to go through all the, oh, you know, okay. tequila and triple sec and sour right. and all the rest. Um, the Yukon Holiday Kitchen, that's in Canada, has seared scallops with parsnip, silk, apple chutney, and hazelnut croquant. Okay. Beef bourguignon with crushed potatoes. That's would, always pretty good. I would like All that. All their beef stuff there is pretty good. Yes. Um, a maple mousse and cranberry rolled in gingerbread chiffon cake. Sounds then, good. I just don't do gingerbread. Okay. And then the snickerdoodle. Mm-hmm. Beverages. They have a frozen coffee. That seems pretty good. Uh, 81 Bay Brewing Company maple cinnamon coffee beer. I've had their regular coffee beer, and it's good. Okay. Playa Linda Brewing Company Maple Cookie Blonde. I'm sensing a trend here. <laughs> Coconut Arch Stranger Than Peanut Butter and Banana Porter. Collect- collective Arts Stranger Than Peanut Butter and Banana Porter. Hamilton, Ontario. Okay. Sounds interesting. I just don't know why the stranger. That's, I think that's... Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's part of the name or what. I don't know. Um, Chateau de Charme ice wine. That ice wine is good, right? I haven't had that. I thought you'd had that. Mm-mm. I yeah. didn't have it. People talk about it all the time. Yes. I assumed it was good. Just every time we go by the Canada one or the Yukon one, the line's crazy. Right. And you just get a moose head or a right. bass or something. Right. They have a red wine, frozen coffee with tap 357 whiskey, and a beer flight. Right. That might be a good beer flight place. Yeah. Oh, here's what I had last year. So, there are some additional locations that have stuff. So, between the American Pavilion and the Japan Pavilion, in addition to the regular offerings at the Funnel Cake location, they have the mini pumpkin pie funnel cake topped with ice cream, whipped cream, and graham cracker crumbles. That's what you had last year. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay. Awesome. I knew you had pumpkin. It was awesome. Uh, and remember, I had to like, <laughs> we went once and nobody could even tell me where it was. It was right. a whole disaster, but it yes. finally got it. Right. Uh, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea throughout Epcot has the Carolers Cold Brew mm-hmm. featuring Joffrey's French Roast Cold Brew with brown butter toffee, Swiss chocolate syrup, and sweet cream topped with whipped cream and in Twix bar pieces. You looked at that, but then we started there's to go there, lot, and then there's a lot of candy and sweetness in that coffee. But yes, so that's the kind of thing I'm not sure I want cold brew, but it'd probably be okay. Okay. Uh, and then the refreshment outpost, which is between China and Germany, mm-hmm. has a coconut pineapple cake with Dole Whip pineapple. That's new because last year they had some kind of ice cream and yes, yes, something. I can't remember what it was. Ice cream and something mm-hmm. crispy. But anyway, coconut pineapple cake with Dole Whip sounds pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Stella Artois, Midnight Lager, 81 Brewing Company, Nairobi Coffee Dark Beer, mm. and Three Daughters Spicy Cinnamon Hard Cider. That would be an interesting flight. If they would do a flight, that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh. The Refreshment Port, which is in the Showcase Plaza. Mm-hmm. Has a coquito soft served waffle cone, which I think I am all over. Okay. And then turkey poutine, which is French fries with turkey, gravy, cranberry relish, and crispy onions. I think that's way too much on French fries. And yeah. it kind of ruins the idea of poutine. But yeah. I, I think they're overdoing the cranberry on some of this stuff. I'm just going to say that. I'm thinking they had leftover from Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, I'm sure, but no, but I mean, like, okay, turkey gravy and onions on French fries sounds pretty good, but the cranberry, I just don't know about that. Might just bring out the flavor of something. Okay. But the coquito, I'm into coquito. I know you are. Uh, Three Daughters Brewing Cranberry Hard Cider Pumpkin Spice Ginger Cocktail, which is vodka and pumpkin chai tea, ginger, and lime. Okay. Sounds pretty good. And then the coquito soft served with spice rum. <laughs> Actually, it's depressing because that means the coquito soft serve doesn't have rum in it, which is like required for coquito. So, dang. Okay. Um, and that's it. Yeah. So, gone through a lot. Be sure then. to review important information about special dietary requests <laughs> and ID requirements. They want to be very clear that they're not selling stuff to people under 21, I guess. Yes, they do want to make sure of that. So, anyway, that's it. Some of it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Some of it sounds meh. So, I think last time when we went, we were kind of rushed because we went late in the day. Remember, the last time we went, it was a taste of the Epcot International Holiday. Oh, Festival of the holidays. But we still didn't have That really- was in the taste days. Yes, but we, but in fairness, we did not take our time and go through. No, we didn't. We went at we, night. We went, I mean, we didn't leave, we didn't get there till like seven or eight. We went late. By I the time was, we got I there. it was dark. And it was the Real middle of why? December. Yeah, yeah. So it could have been five o'clock, but you know, I'm just kidding. I know, but I remember it being dark. And I do remember there were some booths that we couldn't get what we wanted because, because it, was it was late. Late. Right. But and I think we're they gonna, were still we're going to rectify that a little this earlier. Year. Uh, probably they probably were closing at like eight o'clock or something. Eight or nine because there weren't any. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get over there and test stuff out. And if we have to make two trips, we'll make two trips. Yeah, as long as we can get um, park reservations. Right now we have two available. Okay. Um. Yeah, and if you go, um, I'd like to hear your opinion on some of this stuff. Yes, I would too. This one looks more like a, I might have to go back and look, but my initial impression going through it all, mm-hmm. this looks more of an eating than a drinking one. Yes. To me. Yes. The so. drinking seems like it'd be hard to do because it's a lot of heavy drinks because everything seems to have like sweetness in it. Yes. And milk and chocolate and... It, and it might be one of those that that's why you're, you know, you kind of go and you... It, one or two of you and then you split stuff. Yeah, right. Take you your know. little Dixie cups and... Yes. Maybe I'll need to go, you know, buy some of those. Yeah. Just kidding. If it's just us, it doesn't matter. Right. But yeah. Right. But that was really 
a good idea that I had never thought of having the cups and stuff. Yes. So that everybody could try it. Yes. So anyway, um, that is going to wrap us up for this week. So mm-hmm. before I get all of this out, uh, we would like to thank Holly Fitch for being a new, our new Patreon. Yay. This thank week. you. Yay. So thank you very much. Thank you. But that is going to wrap us up for this week. Obviously, you know where to find the podcast because you're listening to it. <laughs> um, but subscribe, follow, like, tell your friends about us, mm-hmm. please. Facebook group is the Mickey File podcast. Might have to change that, but it's the same name as the Facebook page, which is why I might have to change it because Karen gets confused every time she tries to post on one of them. Because they do. have the same name. I do. I, know, I do get confused. Because they have the same name. So yeah. we need to fix that. Um, if we can think of something cool to call it. We'll figure that out. Okay. Um, but yeah, join the group. Let's let's talk Disney. Yes. Over there on Facebook. Email address is mickeyfilepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm very confused on what the live stream schedule is now. So we'll have to figure that out tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll figure it all out tomorrow. Um, all I know is I will not be on it. Every all I know is that on Tuesday nights, uh, <laughs> either us or the Disney Crush is <laughs> on YouTube and Facebook Live at eight o'clock, <laughs> and we'll we'll figure out what the schedule is. We couldn't really even figure that out when we hooked up with them this past weekend for I know day after Thanksgiving celebrations. I know, I, or maybe we did because I no. think we all lost like three hours or somehow in the middle of it. No, but, I do remember the conversation, and no, we, no, never, we never, it, settled, we on never settled on anything. Right. Yeah. So anyway, we'll figure that all out and report back. Yes. And I think that is everything. I think right? that is. So that is going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we will talk to you later. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Yeah.